Welcome to Believe with Becky. This is the podcast where we practice the skill of confidence, celebrate individual strengths, and believe in your limitless potential for growth. I'm your host, Becky Smith. So welcome to the podcast, Sister Missionaries. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. We have Sister Higginbotham and Mm -hmm. Sister Wells, and I've asked them to introduce themselves to us. So I'm Sister Higginbotham. I'm from Orem, Utah. I'm the second youngest of seven, Um, and I'm a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And how long have you been out? I've been out about four months. Four months. Okay. And Sister Wells? Well, I'm Sister Wells. I'm from South Carolina. I'm the middle of five. I've been on my mission for um, a little over a year now, and it's one of the best things I've ever decided to do. Okay. Great. So that goes right into what I want to talk about today and why I'm having you guys on. So a lot of my audience are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Some are not, and that's great too. But a lot of my audience is, so they're aware of you and what you do. But Sister Higginbotham, would you want to tell people what a mission is? Yeah, for okay. sure. Um, so as a missionary, we live our homes for 18 months or two years and uh, go out and just serve the Lord. So um, every day we just go out, we do some service, we visit some members and non-members of our church and just help bring others closer to Christ. And we come closer to Christ ourselves through doing this. Uh, Our prophet receives revelation of where we're supposed to go. So we know that um, we right now are supposed to be in the Phoenix, Arizona area through modern day revelation. Yeah. And you pay your own way mm-hmm. to come here. Yeah, it's okay. about 300 a month, 400 a month. Yeah. Okay. And you take time away from school or whatever else you would have been doing. Mm-hmm. So I was I went to school for a year first, and okay. then I just stopped doing that to come out here. Where'd you go? I went to Southern Utah University. Oh, that was one I was thinking about going to. Yeah. And I got married instead. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. So one of the things I wanted, this podcast is called Believe with Becky, which is referring to believing in yourself and confidence and personal growth and all of that kind of thing. And so I saw this quote on the internet, of course, Mm -hmm. um, from L. Tom Perry, who uh, was an elder. Was he? He's a quorum of the 12, right? Mm -hmm. In the church. And he's passed away since. But... This quote, he said, one of the greatest weaknesses in most of us is our lack of faith in ourselves. One of our common failings is to depreciate our tremendous worth. So I was wondering if you can tell me, how does serving a mission help you to increase your faith or your belief in yourself? So I love this question. It's it hits home to me. In the beginning of my mission, I was terrified. 100% terrified, but I've definitely seen how as I trust in the Lord more and more, and as I've studied, that's when the Lord is going to use you for his good, being able to help other people, and I've seen myself grow in confidence, 
and I'm able to say things more that I believe in. And I'm able to have that confidence to keep going, even when times get hard. And all of that comes from the Lord and having faith in myself, having faith that I'm going to be able to keep doing what I need to do no matter what. I feel like when you commit yourself to the Lord, like we're doing, you know, 24 seven, where all we're doing is serving others and serving the Lord. And um, I feel like when you do that and when you grow closer to the Lord, you also um, grow closer like to yourself, if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And so by learning more about God and Jesus Christ and believing more in them and understanding what they've done for me, I've been able to um, feel my true worth and appreciate myself more. Yeah, well, we're created in their image, right? Mm-hmm. We're their children. Yeah, God doesn't create trash, right? Yeah, <laughs> and if we're understanding them more, then in return you're understanding yourself more, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're created in their mm-hmm. image and we're their children. So what have you learned about you being on a mission, right? Being away from your home, being in the hot Arizona sun mm-hmm. um, that you didn't know before something about yourself well other than weird things like I'm really scared of birds and stuff like that (laughs) um I've learned that I can do a lot more than I thought I feel like when we push ourselves um to do something that we don't think we could do we learn a lot of what we can do so what before your mission did you think you couldn't do that you've actually done Hmm. out here well I didn't think waking up at 6.30 every morning was possible. That's hard. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm a <morning> person. <laughs> um, or just like talking to random people on yeah. the street about what I believe. Yeah. That's, I think that's a hard thing for a lot of us is to talk oh, yeah. to people about something that's really personal to ourselves, talking about what we believe. But it's, it's come somewhat easy to me. And I feel like when we trust in the Lord, and we're like, okay, this is in your hands. I'm just working through you. We can believe in ourselves a lot more. So that thought helps propel you mm-hmm. forward. You keep that yeah. thought in your mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, Sister Wells? Would you want to add anything to that? What have you learned about you that you didn't know before? I've definitely learned my own strength and the persistence that I've had. That's a huge one, isn't it? Persistence. Oh, yeah. There's been so many times, I can't explain how many times, I've just wanted to quit. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, no, this is what I know that I'm supposed to do through my own studies. And I'm like, yes, I'm supposed to serve the Lord in mission right now. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, I've learned how to keep going and to keep working hard no matter what. I've been able to wake up at 6.30 those days that I just want to sleep in. Mm -hmm. And as I've done that, I've learned so much more about the strength of my my mind and being able to say no don't I'm going to push away that thought and this is what I'm going to do and it's a lot of my mind that is so such a perfect segue because what I do do is life coaching and that's what it's all about is about the thought that you have creates your feelings and your feelings are going to motivate how you act and what you do in the world. So you just gave me a perfect example of that. You had a thought that you were like, this thought is not serving me, right? And so you deliberately chose a thought, like you were saying, with your higher brain, right? Or what we would call our spirit, you know? Um, Because we're in this constant battle with the natural man, 
and with, or sometimes we call it the lower brain and the higher brain. And so I really like that you brought that out um, because that that's probably the key to believing yourself is to see that happening and then to deliberately choose. And, and the tricky thing is you have to choose it over and over mm-hmm. <laughs> and over. It's not a one and done thing, right? And that's why you brought up the word persistence. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm learning right now that I – it's a hard one. It's a hard one to have to keep doing. I'm the person that like, well, I asked them once. They should just say yes or no, right? But having to ask them over and over again, which be missionaries, you guys probably have to do that all the time, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about that. Tell me about that persistence. You have to be annoying sometimes. Really? <laughs> yeah, like... Um, my dad always said the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? Like, yeah. Um, when you want people to do things, you just have to keep asking over and over and over. And he'll be like, you've asked me this a hundred times. <laughs> We're like, but you haven't done it. So um, I've definitely seen that, that you just have to, like, keep going at it. And, like, if you don't if you don't keep, like, persisting for someone to do something and keep a commitment, like, they won't progress. And so you just have to – be a little annoying sometimes. <laughs> so is that the thought that you have in your mind is it's okay. I'm a little annoying. It's okay. Or, mm. or how do you get past that? Some to me, it's like, Oh, I have the fear of, Oh no, they're just going to be so annoyed at me. Yeah. But I remember I'm doing this because I love them. Mm. I know that like, please read your scriptures. I'm not doing that just because I want to check a box off. Okay. I'm doing that because I know for my own self, I read the scriptures. I'm a happier person. Yeah. And so I want that joy for themselves so that they can find that themselves. So it's coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. And and I'm helping them. Even if I'm annoying them, I'm mm-hmm. annoyingly helping them. Yeah. yeah. And so it's not like, oh, I'm so annoying. I just want to like crawl into a little ball. It's like, yeah. I know that like they might be a little annoyed, but. It's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it if they can feel that joy that the gospel brings. That work with bosses too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to see if that works with bosses. All right. So I have a quote for you. Um, President Monson said, "Believe in yourself, and then live so as to reach your possibilities. You can achieve what you believe you can. Trust and believe, and have faith. So, what do you believe you can personally achieve while on your mission?" That's a question that a lot of missionaries like think about. Okay. And try to, you know, study out what they personally want because. Like what's um, your definition of success really? Yeah. Okay. Um, because in some missions, like, like in areas in like South America, you could get like hundred baptisms while on your mission. Yeah. While in Australia, you could get none. Yeah. Um, and so success for me isn't measured by like the numbers or like specific things you achieve, but like more of what you become. And so um, my definition of success as a missionary is like the amount of work I'm willing to put in for the Lord. And so if I get to the end of my mission and I look back and I see like my love of the Lord has grown or um, my work ethic has grown, my ability to be more obedient or all these things. If I look back and I've become a more like dedicated, hardworking person, um, a more lovable person, someone who loves others, like, I think that'll be enough. For sure. 
that's the goal, right? Mm -hmm. Like the, the mission is a classroom for you. Mm -hmm. Those are really good lessons to learn. Sister Wells, did you have anything you wanted to add to that one? And I love the beginning part is your success is measured by primarily by your commitment. And as Sister Higginbotham was saying, it wasn't the numbers. It's your effort and your commitment. Oh, very true. I've seen days where in numbers wise, I didn't really talk to a whole bunch of people and nobody wants to have us back. They just yelled at us, but I tried my best. Yeah. And that is what success is. And I've had days where I'll be honest, I've had days that I was just a bum and didn't want to talk to anyone and would just like, yeah, didn't do much. I didn't try my best. And those were the worst days. Yeah. And so those days that I tried my absolute hardest, no matter what the outcome of the day was, that is when I was a successful missionary. That's my own life before my mission. Those days that I've worked hard, that's when I had a successful day, no matter what happened. Okay, I've got another quote for you. <laughs> you must believe in yourself. Don't give in when the going is rough, for you are laying the foundation of a great work, and that great work is your life. And that's by David B. Hay. So what qualities, habits, beliefs are you learning for the great work of your life? Now, Sister Higginbotham, you said a few of those, right? Work ethic, um, what are some other things, qualities or habits? or? Um, so I was thinking about this one, and um, it's relation to missionary work. And I found that in missionary work, we become more like Christ on both ends. Um, so when Christ is on the earth, he was a missionary. And he was the most perfect person. And his idea of perfection was being a missionary. But on the other side of it, too, being a missionary helps us become more like Christ. And so on my mission, I've been trying to emphasize developing those Christ-like attributes. And being on a mission and teaching people about the gospel just naturally helps you develop those things. So um, I'm trying to develop like patience, love for others, humility, um, and all those things because that's, that's what we're here for. We're here to become more like Jesus Christ and finding joy in that. So... Um, that's what I would say is okay. in this great work, what I'm trying to develop are just those Christ-like attributes. Okay. And Sister Wells, did you want to add anything? Yeah. Those, just the habits that I've created. I've had the habit of reading my scriptures. I have those bad days. I don't turn to social media anymore Yeah. and just scroll Facebook. I turn to my scriptures and that there, that's where I found the answers I was looking for just for that piece. And I've also learned how to fully rely on the Lord. The other day, like, we could not find a ride to somewhere and we needed one. I'm like, it's okay. The Lord, he's going to provide us with the ride. And we, he did. And those times that I'm just like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm in your hands. Yeah. That's when everything worked out. And I've definitely learned that as I rely on the Lord, that's, when I find the most peace. And that's a habit that I will take with me forever. And that's excellent. Um, so you mentioned social media and that you're not scrolling through it anymore. And that, um, I'm just curious for personal reasons. Like, was that hard for you at first? Uh, how was that giving up that habit? Because I think it would be really hard for me. Mm. 
Yeah, it's hard every once in a while because we all allowed to use Facebook. Okay. I'll like Facebook stalk my mom. Yeah. See, like, what she's up to. Yeah. But I've also found most of my things on my Facebook right now all quotes from like from apostles or prophets or the scriptures and they're uplifting. Yeah. And so many times before I'm like, oh, I'm not like this person. Yeah. I'm not like. A I'm comparison. Not, yeah. And I've definitely found that I've looked more into myself and I don't have that distraction. Okay. I mean, it's still hard. I still sometimes struggle with yeah. not just scrolling through Facebook. Yeah. But I've definitely found greater peace as I don't. Okay. Or choosing, deliberately choosing what's on that scroll. Oh, yeah. Uh, makes a big difference, she said, also. And then just noticing the, and we all do the comparison thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so here's another quote. President Gordon B. Hinckley said, I believe in myself. I do not mean this in an egotistical way, but I believe in my capacity and in your capacity to do good, to make some contribution to the society of which we are a part, to grow and develop, and to do things that we may now think impossible, like getting up at 6.30. <laughs> I believe in the principle that I can make a difference in this world. It may be ever so small, but it will count for the greater good. So with this quote, the question that I had on that is, have you had times when you felt on your mission, when you felt like you've contributed to the greater good or a time when it was really small or um, when believing in yourself, like he said, believing in your ability to do good, like paid off? Do you have any examples of that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple come to my mind right now, but one of specific, it was a pretty hard day and I just got a new companion and we were driving around and I got the thought, go visit this person. Yeah. And I was like, no, they're like never home. And we'll just text them and try and set up an appointment. Thought came, go visit this person. And I was like, no, it's okay. Thought, go visit that person. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I get it. <laughs> and so we went and she happened to have been home and she was really struggling that day. Yeah. And we were able to help her through a little bit of that. And the problem didn't go away, but yeah. it was showing that she wasn't forgotten about and that she really did need someone at that specific moment. And she needed a time where her husband and her kids went home and she just needed just yeah. us. And so as I've listened to the spirit, I've been able to help multiple times, just not that one, but help people who just needed something that I was honestly kind of scared to say. Yeah. But able to help them and say what they needed to hear at that moment. Yeah. Did you want to add anything? Um, yeah. There was this one time we went and we visited this lady. And we, I don't remember why we were visiting her. Um, but that visit was really good. And it didn't result in any numbers, no, yeah. like, new people being taught or baptisms or anything. But um, as we were talking to her, she said that she didn't really feel comfortable coming to church because she didn't think she was worthy enough. And she saw all these other women who 
um, were amazing. And she was like, I, I don't deserve to be there among those people. Um, and when I was riding home, I, I was talking about it and I said, that is almost so sad to me when people deprive themselves of happiness because they don't feel good enough. I quoted some of second Nephi four from the book of Mormon and told her how God loves us no matter what, just because we're his. And he wants a relationship with us. Even if we've made some wrong decisions, it's like how you want your kids to still talk to you, even if they've gone off the deep end. The spirit was there and she was crying and it was super cool. God loves us all, whether we believe in him or not, whether we follow him or not, whether we serve him or not. Don't feel unworthy to rely on him. Don't deprive yourself of the joy he can bring just because you've made bad decisions. He loves you. You're not worthless. And so that visit was both good for me and for this lady because it made me think about how um, our worth um like even if we're not worthy for like a temple recommend or anything, that doesn't mean we're worthless. Yeah. Um, like a crumpled up $20 bill is still worth $20. And this lady was just really happy and, um, and she was like crying and she just felt a lot better. And um, after that, we were like, you missionaries awesome. Yeah. We just felt really good. Yeah. Those moments, and that's a very important message. I kind of wish they would change the name instead of saying being worthy, that it would be that you qualify. Mm-hmm. You know, you qualify to go to the temple, not worthy, because that kind of you know, denotes that that mm-hmm. you as a person isn't aren't worthy, you know? Yeah, and that's because we're we're all worthy of like God's love. Well, and, yeah, because we're yeah. breathing, we're on mm-hmm. this earth, and so we all have inherent worth, which is a I know a huge thing that you guys teach, right? It's yeah. me- one of the main messages that you want to get out to people is their their worth, and because everyone here is a child of God, mm-hmm. and that no one is better than anyone, and no one is lower than anyone, and those are really hard. I mean, on the surface, it sounds like oh yeah, but really, when you think about it, that's a really hard concept because we're always. We walk into a room and we think, okay, who's better than us and who's below us, right? Yeah, we yeah. like make those distinctions mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. yeah. But then when you think about it, like once once we all die, we're on the same level. Yeah. It's like once we graduate high school, like those clicks are gone and everyone has to do the same thing. We all have to go to school, go to college, get a job. Yeah, um, we all get old. We mm-hmm. all, like you said, we're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all, well, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I really like that. So something interesting that I found, I'm a group fitness instructor, and I found that whether it's um, people getting back into fitness or eating right, or if somebody wants to go back to school, or even people considering being a member of the church, a lot of times it's not that they don't believe in the program or the institution or the religion. It's that they don't believe in their ability to follow the program. They don't believe that they can do it. Oh, good for those Mormons over there, but I'm not like them. I'm not, you know, I, I, I can't do that. Um, or people saying with fitness, like, uh, they'll ask me about my fitness class. Well, can I do it? I know these people do it, but can, can I do it? And I'm, it's for everyone. It's all levels. And I think that that's an important message for what you guys do too, is mm-hmm. to say it. Like, do you encounter that? Do you encounter people going, oh, it's too hard to 
to not smoke or drink or gamble or, you know, like all those things that we, we do, they think, well, I just, I just couldn't do that. Or I don't want to do that. Like, what, what do you say to to people like that with their, it's really the belief in themselves that they would be able to do that. What do you say? I think belief is a lot of it. Belief in yourself helps you be able to do those things. So when I was coming out on a mission, I was like, I don't think I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> like the more I thought, I was like, no, I can't do this. But I remembered um, back to when I got the spiritual confirmation that I was supposed to go on a mission. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing I felt strongest about. I knew for sure more than anything else I've ever felt in my whole entire life that going on a mission was right. So once I had that confirmation, I was like, you know, I don't know all the answers, but God does. And he calls us um, when we're not completely ready so that he can make us ready. Mm, and so say that again. he calls us when we're not completely ready so he can make us ready. Mm. And so when we're doing different programs, like a fitness program, yeah, we do it because we want to get better. Yeah. We're not, we're not ready. We're not supposed yeah. to be ready. You're not supposed to be good at it. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be good at the choreography. You're not supposed to be good at sticking to the plan yet. Yeah. That's why you're joining church. something because yeah. you're just trying to get better and better and better. Okay. That kind of reminds me of when I first wanted to go on my mission. I, my bishop, who I was helping work with um, to be ready to go on my mission, I need, he said I needed to lose a little bit of weight first. And it wasn't because we all like need to be one certain size. Yeah, it's yeah. just so that I could be um, healthy enough to go. Okay. And so I would be able to do the work that we need to because okay. we do a lot of movement. Can and, be physically taxing. Yeah, okay. definitely. And... At first, it was hard. I was like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do this. Yeah. And I've always had the hardest time losing weight. Mm-hmm. But I said, no, I'm going to do this. I want – this is what I want to do. And weight just started falling off. I, like, once I put my mind to it and mm-hmm. say – Back to the mind. Yeah. yeah. Once I put my mind and said, okay, this is – yeah, this is going to be hard. I found support. My sister – um, she was a huge support, and her roommate was actually studying about how to help with fitness and to help other people yeah. with it. And so she helped me along with it. I had my mom help me along with it. Yeah. And so I surrounded myself with a supportive group, and then we just did it. Yeah. And I lost the weight really fast that I needed to, and I didn't think I would even be able to. Yeah. But so you did impossible things. Yeah. What you thought was impossible just to get out here. Yeah, and – I've definitely seen that. Like sometimes I'll look back and say, "No, that seems too impossible." But I'll think back of those times that I'm like, "No, I I'm I'm going to do this." Yeah, and that's helped me through a lot. Yeah. Oh, that is great. This is so great. That went just perfectly. But I just have one more question for each of you, if you want to answer it. Is what advice would you give to maybe 16, 17, 18 year old girl who's just thinking about? coming on a mission, like just considering it, wondering, maybe she's shy, timid, maybe she doesn't think that that's for her, um, but she kind of wants to, like what, what advice would you give her? So I was in that boat for the first 17 and a half years of my life. I was completely against going on a mission. Were you? I, I didn't want to go um, because, because I, I used to be like a little shy. I am scared of like bugs and you know all these different things I was like 
No, I'd rather just like go on with my life and not yeah. worry about this. Yeah. Um, but then that's when the spirit told me, hey, you're supposed to go on a mission. Mm-hmm. He was like, and I kind of laughed. I was like, yeah, right. And he was like, no, I'm serious. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and so I definitely didn't think it was for me. Um, but the more I thought about it and prayed about it and talked to others about it, the more I was like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do. And so to somebody who was thinking about it and didn't really feel ready, um, I would say like to pray about it and get that confirmation whether or not you're supposed to go. Yeah. And then just commit to it. Be all in and, you know, pray about it, go to the temple, talk to um, talk to other people about it and keep feeling that confirmation that that's what you're supposed to do. Okay. And is there anything they can do at that age to kind of build up their belief in themselves? I would say um, just by, like, getting closer to God, like reading the scriptures and just having um, – uh, like a big understanding for what, like what we're teaching. Okay. Um, because like there are specific things you can do here and there to get ready. But the most important thing I would say is just practicing um, like in knowing more of what we do. So it reminded me of scriptures in the Doctrine and Covenants, which is Joseph Smith talking in this specific section about missionary work. And it says, therefore, if you have desired to serve God, you are called to the work. So we're called to serve in any manner, no matter what it is. But requiring missionary work specifically, um, what qualifies us is, and it's talking here, have faith, hope, charity, and love with an eye single to the glory of God, qualify him for the work. Mm-hmm. It's not, don't be afraid of this, you can't do this, or yeah. it's those simple things that qualify us and faith, hope, charity, all those things to yourself. Oh, absolutely. That that you can do all those things, that you embody all those things to be able to, to do it and to come out here. Yeah, that's so very true. And to me, what helps me is knowing that I'm not perfect. Yeah. The Lord does not require us to be perfect. Yeah. And they didn't say anything about perfection. Yeah. And that's helped me a lot of knowing I am who I am. Yeah. And I'll let God change me how he needs me to be. Yeah. He's refining me to be the woman I am today. Yeah. And it'll carry on way past my mission. And I'm not the same person who I came out as. Yeah. I've definitely learned the confidence in myself. I've learned to love myself. I've learned how to have charity towards all people. I've learned to have patience with myself. Definitely something I've learned a lot is mind over matter. Yeah. And putting off the natural man, putting going to the higher brain. Yeah. And saying, this is what I want to do. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And that is what the Lord teaches us on missionaries. And for anyone who wants to go out, it's the best thing ever for yourself. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. let alone, of course we want to help other people too, but if that's all you get out of it, that was pretty good deal. Oh yeah, absolutely. If on my mission, if I didn't help anyone come closer to Christ, anyone else, I should say, because you, you, I was the one who came the closest and 
that is what is going to help me no matter what. Okay. It's a perfect way to end. Thank you so much, sisters. Thank you. Um, for being here today. And that's all for now. I hope you have a fantastic week. Bye for now.